So they do their match, and uh, Nakamura is, is like gets on his knees and hands AJ Styles his belt, and then just boom right to the dick. And uh, we're all laughing about the, the Nakamura hidden testicle attack. Ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Actually, Cody called it right before he did it, too. Cody's like, I wonder if he's going to... It was, it was, he got down on his knees at his waist. It was going to happen. Yeah. He did it twice more on uh, on Tuesday. So, like, Wednesday when I came in, or I guess it was Thursday when I saw, uh, saw Snyder, I'm like, someone tell me, like, tell me, why does Nakamura hate AJ's dick? What did that do to Nakamura, really? Because, holy shit, he's just beating the piss out of it. They can't tell that story because it's the PG-13 era. That's probably fair. Yeah, it's fair. It was a grudge from overseas. Could be. I mean, they, they both, both been Japan for a while, yeah. Are we going to start this or what? I've already got it. Ah, oh, Jesus. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he got me that time. <laughs> All right. That's the thing about Adam. No one pays attention to us. All right, so... It's nothing sneaky. We just don't care. How how far back did this one go? (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) After he asked you the question. Something about about overseas and penises. (laughs) All right. I think think it was on the cannibalism part. No, I wasn't back that far. (laughs) Okay. Hello and welcome to the 24th episode of Damage Control Podcasting, a professionally unprofessional look at the conventions, ideas, and genres of filmmaking. I am here with... Daniel Newkirk. Tyler Tipton. Cody Dietrich. Josh Snyder. Okay, I'm going to do it. Why do you never say your name? They all know who I am. Uh, (laughs) uh, Here's another question. Do you write out your opening monologue? Yeah. Every (laughs) time? You've said it 24 times and you still don't have it memorized? Uh, Yeah. Well, how many times do you think it is to do the closing? I mean... I've only written that one. Oh, I forgot to write the closing. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, all right. man. Bad to worse. Here we go. I, I, <laughs> I told myself, because last week's episode was a saga. So two I'm going to... Two weeks ago was a saga, so I'm going to cut it down. Okay, on to the news. It's it's Marvel Month at... We saw at the 3D, right? What was yes. it? That sure. was the damn dome. And which is appropriate for what we're doing today. It well, is. That's yeah. why I did it. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's it's Marvel Month in 3D, so I put this news in. At Madame Tussauds Orlando this summer, fans can see their favorite Justice League on display. Starting May 25th, 2018, guests will be transported to the streets of Gotham and Metropolis, uniting with members of the Justice League for exciting missions. That's a lot of words. Wonder Woman guests will help destroy LexCorp's formal technology that has disabled the city by harnessing their inner power. Guests will be able to emit a powerful blast from Wonder Woman's gauntlets to weaken Lex Corp's control over the city. When I copy and pasted this, it really did not look like that much. Elsewhere in the city, Lex's experiment wreaks havoc, sending a helicopter and its occupants hurtling towards the ground. Guests will have to summon all their strength and join Superman to help lift a real helicopter back into the sky as onlookers cheer from the streets below. As the battle continues, one superhero will remain elusive. Guests must summon Batman with a bat signal. Billowing smoke and wind reveal Batman as he's called into battle on the rooftop, ready to save the world. Well, now we don't need to go because we know everything that's going to happen. That sounds really cool. Hashtag spoilers. That's yeah. not... If it's if it's just a 4D movie... No, 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 no. No, no, like... no. no. It's, it's like a wax museum. Yeah, yeah. Man, she says, I went there once. Right. And uh, they've had a, a Marvel 4D movie that I went and, went and saw. Why does no. Superman need help lifting a helicopter? Well, he doesn't really. Yeah. Yeah, we have, the helicopter's made out of kryptonite. Yes. But he lifted a whole entire island in Superman Returns, and that was made out of kryptonite. 
We don't talk about that movie. It's right below Batman v Superman. Right below. This is coming from the guy that loves Batman. Uh, that sounds really cool. What was that Marvel thing we went to at the Science Center? Oh. That was cool. It was Did like you go the to that Science one? of Superheroes. Not at the Science Center, no. I was at... Um, I was at Madame Tussauds in Las Vegas, oh, and okay. they did a, uh, a Marvel 40 thing. Well, from the way it looked like, it looked like it was statue, uh, a wax statue of Wonder Woman, and then it's like interact, it's like physically, inter- like the science center in St. Louis. It's inter- it's not a movie, it's an actual interactive thing. Oh, that's pretty thing, cool. Yeah. So, I don't know how they're going to lift, maybe that helicopter's on hydraulics or something. It's probably RF chip stuff. Um, the what, science center thing, like... What's RF chips? Radio frequency. Oh. Um, so, like... There was a, a thing that I went to in uh, Minnesota that uh, basically you became a wizard, and uh, you had you got your magic wand, and in the wand there's this little RF chip, and to activate the RF chip you wave the wand at something, and then there was an RF receiver that would pick up the thing, and like you'd wave your wand, and then the treasure chest would open. Oh, in uh, the new Harry Potter world, you go get your wand, and there's there's specific spots everywhere that you, you have do, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah same thing. Like they, they probably upgraded to Bluetooth now, but it used to be RF chips. Okay. All right. Uh, also, also, Madame Tussauds Orlando is also issuing a challenge to the bravest Justice League fan. Mother boxes are hidden around five cities across the globe. The mother boxes must be found and brought to Madame Tussauds to help destroy the energy extracting forces to threaten the earth. That's pretty cool. Well, like geocaching? Is that what they're going to do with that? I don't know what that is. Explain that. What's geocaching? Uh, Geocaching, basically there's a website that you log uh, a a longitude and latitude. Okay. And you go to that longitude and latitude and there's a small box. And you open the box, you sign your name in the box, and then you take something, like there's usually like trinkets and stuff in the box. You take a trinket and you leave a trinket. Then it's called geocaching. And huh. the goal is to find all the caches in the world, which there are like three million. But who puts those out? Other geocachers. Like you create your own cache. Who so you started it? I did. Oh. Yeah. Is there a box with this actual cache in it? I'm sure not. Oh. Maybe. That crazy lot. world we live in. I think it's and cool. Does anyone else think that was cool? The mother box it's thing is this like is like around the world. Is this like around the world, and there are five. five no, uh, it just says surfaced. It says mother boxes with unique artifacts with immense powers have surfaced in five cities across the globe. Real cities or in their exhibit? Mm, uh, real cities. There's got to be like some kind of hint. It's, like, it's yeah. probably it, part of the. It can't just be like, hey, we have no, these five boxes. Yeah, somewhere. you have to. Fi- you have to find them and then come there. Okay, that seems like that's going to be a PR nightmare. Because uh, they did this. Adult Swim tried to do this. Do something similar to that. When they was trying to release a show like uh, ten years ago, and they just like, oh, we put five random boxes in the city of uh, L.A., it ended up being a huge deal because people were like, is that a bomb? Is that a bomb? Oh, so, so uh, FBI, CIA, everybody was called to figure this out. The wow. president of Adult Swim had to re- had to voluntarily leave his job to as an apology. He was like, wow. So I hope they did a better job and actually informed people they're putting these boxes out there. What was the show? I can't remember. It was just it didn't say the show. It just it just said, "Oh, we're doing this campaign," and then I can't remember what the show was. Was it that prison cartoon? <clears throat> no, I don't. Super think. Jail. Super Jail. That's a fun show. 
Um, okay. I thought that was cool. That fell on deaf ears here. Um, I know, that is cool. It is cool, but I, it's for like the super elite or something. No, I, like, I, I, who's going to be able to travel? All I just the way looked the on the website. Uh huh. Um, apparently, there's five locations that they're putting them in. Uh, on Friday, April 13th, there was one in London. Um, Tuesday the 17th, there's one in New York. Saturday the 5th of May, there's one in Toronto. Also, they, they so give the... specific dates, specific cities. So they probably set it up with that local. Right. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, next bit of news. I'm, I'm doing it fast. I'm doing it fast, guys. DC announces new gods, so Marvel retaliates with the announcement of the Eternals. Uh, both movies I really don't care to see. Mar- you don't want to see new gods? No. No, they're they're, they're so niche. I, I, I don't like cosmic stuff. Really? Like, I'm I not as like, big a fan of it either. Yeah, I don't like cosmic DC. I don't like cosmic Marvel. Like, you start talking about like the Eternals and and New Gods, and I'm just like, okay, can we get on to something more interesting? Yeah, this is happening. What, 15 million light years from Earth? So it has nothing to do with our heroes. Nothing until to do here. Most of the stories are kind of meh. Most of the characters are overpowered. Like. It's kind of just, it's just kind of me. Yeah, there's so many people that are just like, I'm Superman or I'm Green Lantern and that I can live in the vacuum of space and that's it. Like, there's well, just, there's gonna, only two characters that seem like that's in Cosmic. They're going to talk about the origins of the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. It says, Marvel's trying to figure out plans after Avengers 4 and Eternals was set up as a possible new franchise. The decision to approach the project was made after the success of Taika Taiki Watidis Watidis Taiki Watidis Watidis. That's a hell of a name. Help me out here. Why are you? Taika Taika Watidis Thor Ragnarok and the announcement of DC's new god. So is this is this just like a middle finger to uh, DC? Because whenever DC puts out a trailer for a movie, they'll release. Oh, here's Daredevil season two on Netflix. We just released the whole show. It's I, I think at this point, I don't think they have anything to be afraid of. Marvel being, they're so far ahead. Well, if DC gets their crap together, they will. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Is they're just they're just doing good marketing. You know, when you have like two people who are obviously major competitors of each other, they're going to do shit like that. You know, well, just like how they dropped. Uh, oh, what was it? They dropped. Uh, Civil War on the same day that Batman vs. Superman was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And forced uh, DC to move Batman vs. Superman. Yep. That's what that's what hurt it in the box office. Everyone was dead set for that date. Mm-hmm. That's why it didn't do well. I'm sure well, that, that nothing was to do terrible. with the yeah. terrible movie. So this will be this will be post Guardians of the Galaxy three franchise. It's set for twenty twenty one or twenty 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 two. Man, my news are just falling off deaf ears today. Okay. Right. We're so st- I like I think everybody's just so excited for Infinity War next week. No, two weeks from now. Two weeks, two like, weeks from now, two we're weeks. just like we don't care about anything else until we see Infinity War. That's where I'm so, at. Okay. Dominaria uh, release day mainly okay. because we want to see Cody in that dress. Oh, I need to post it on no, Facebook. No, 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 because X Men reference. I almost, I, I'm almost bet money that's not going to happen. Yeah, I have a feeling Daniel's going to be wearing that dress. I might be. I might be. I almost bet money that we won't see an X-Men reference. That's why I'm going to be so happy he's sitting next to me. Then what was what was Adams again? I think I got a good one. Adams I, was super specific about Cap dying after sacrificing and being a curmudgeon through the entire movie or something like no, that. No, no, not curmudgeon. Just, like, my thing was, 
Captain America is going to make a sacrifice to allow time for the for Avengers. the others to escape. Yes. Okay. I can almost bet money that's not going to happen either. Yeah, and I think he's going to be the man on the wall. No. Because they want him on that wall. They need him on that wall. Get closer to the mic. I can barely hear you. You only have two of them. I can barely hear you. Okay. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Trailer. Welcome back to the late night hour with Dr. Love. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so trailer for Meg has been released. The flick starring Jason Statham, Rain Wilson, Ruby Rose, and Cliff Curtis has finally been released. I watched it. I forced two of you to watch it right before the show, right before we started. What are you guys' thoughts? Forced? You said, hey, did you do your homework? Yeah, yeah, no, you crap, it? I'll do it now. Okay. If high school worked like that, that would have been so much better. Uh, I, I was pretty mad on it. It looked like just another generic sea monster movie. It doesn't look special to me. Um, I, I think I said it looked like a sci-fi movie with better budget. I I might catch it when it comes to Netflix. I'm maybe. sure a whole bunch of people probably... Sharknado's probably done way more than that movie's going to make. No. Yeah, I think that's fair, actually. That is. Yeah. We talking about, man, that... First of all... That trailer scared the crap out of me. I had sweaty palms, and I about suffered a stroke. That's from masturbation. I don't like... <laughs> does, does Jason Statham scare you that much? Because no, there I was love Jason. Terrifying. I love Jason. Was it was it fear, or was it like fear excitement because Jason Statham was on screen? Because I know how you get... Call me, call me. He's basically like a stuntman <laughs> who became an actor, right? So you're like, no, you're just you like know, full on... No, you know what he was, though? He was an Olympic diver. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't like... Creature, he was. He was. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not calling you both. I'm googling it. Adam, Go Adam's bedroom just has a picture of Jason Statham in the sp- in the swimming speedo. Yeah, yeah. Have you been there? Once or twice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like creatures uh, uh, underwater. They they terrify me. That scene where, which you missed, uh, the little girl right in front yeah, of the glass, and then the, yeah, and then it just which. Will not happen because great whites have to continually move. That's how they breathe. Not necessarily true. There, there are sharks. There's no, no right. There are sharks, that, but great whites do. That's why great. That's why you. Okay. That's why you never see. They a great, specifically say that it's not a great white. It's a megalodon. Oh yes, but a megalodon is a great white. I like how I just I'm pretty sure it's, it's not, not a great white. Megalodon. And more people care that he had hair than he was actually a diver. So anyway, so that right. wouldn't happen. That type of shark has to be in constant motion. Or okay, now you're already nitpicking the little the movie details. that you were the only one. You were the only no, one that's hyped about it. I was so hyped. I'm hyped about it. You're not hyped about it. I am. I am. I think it's going to be hilarious. Because you think it's just going to be campy as hell. I don't. No, like, okay. I thought they handled it. I thought they took. The only thing. Okay. The only thing I was really pissed off about was. Rain Wilson's character. I I am sick of the m- millennial mentality that's going on nowadays. Okay, like, first of all, you're probably using the term millennial incorrectly. Maybe, but you go ahead and do your thing. <laughs> no, like okay, so they set up a premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. However, however outrageous it is, you set it up. Let your characters buy into it. I, I I'm sick of the. They say, oh, it's a megalodon, and then then they joke about it the whole movie. Then don't put those characters in the movie. Like what they, if, they, what they, if you, and to, to stop you there, if it's a movie where they're trying to build suspense with the, the, the shark and stuff like that, you have to have some sort of comedy snippet to break that tension when the things build up. 
That's, that's good storytelling. That's like, millennial crap. That's good storytelling, and it's been that way since it's, the early it's, days of film. It's crap. Yeah, like, is. I think every horror movie has some bit of comedy in it somewhere. No. Yeah, like the like mo- most of them do. Like the, the Exorcist. I the the old priest is the comic relief of that. No. Way. Yeah, I, no way. I I I love that scene where he comes in and is like, "Would you like a glass of whiskey?" Oh, I'm not supposed to drink. Uh, but I have a weak will, or whatever that fucking line is. Like that's that's great. I he laugh was being every honest. Time. He has a weak will. I laugh every time because it's just so dry and funny. What about Nightmare on Elm Street? That movie's not comedy. The original one, no. And oh. anyway, go ahead. Okay, like I said, I think it's gonna be great because I think it's gonna be hilarious as hell. It's gonna be like, did you ever anybody ever see Giant Giant Shark versus uh, Giant Octopus? That like. Straight to DVD, All right, Cody, red you, box you, movie. You lost me as your support. I thought we were together, but no. See, I, I, sci-fi, mo- a sci-fi movie, more budget. budget. Right, but what I'm saying too is I like in all the little uh, nods to Jaws and stuff like that. The yeah, the Mangledon breaching the water and landing on top of the ship. That was a nod to Jaws. Right, but but and okay. Then, no, go ahead, go ahead. Then have you seen some of the posters for it? Yes. They got the classic for the girls swimming. They have the great white going. Then they have the even bigger shark going after the great white and yeah, the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't care for like his line where he's where Rain Wilson's looking at Jason Statham and he goes, "Yeah, he looks heroic, but he has a negative attitude." That's just I don't like that that almost breaking the fourth wall. Look at what we're doing, type of crap. How's that? How's that breaking a? That's a bunch of millennial crap. It is a bunch of millennial crap. Anywhere near the fourth wall? Because it's like it's like look, we have Jason Statham. Yeah, he's the hero. Look at him. He's he's not talking about him as Jason Statham. He's talking about him as the the character. It'd be breaking the fourth wall. He's like, man, that's Jason Statham. He used to be a diver. Yeah, Yeah, like he was an Olympic diver. He was. He was. Wasn't on his on that Facebook post? They were talking about how he had hair. I didn't say he was a good one. I don't even think he went to the Olympics. I think he bailed out. No, he was at the Olympics. All I know is he had hair. Anyway. None uh, of that is fourth wall breaking at all. He so had, we're going to stay on every, topic. Tonight. Everything you're talking about is just because you hate comedy. He had he had hair and he had hair and revolver. So you completely ignore and <laughs> ignore and ignore the actual. Logical I will say points. one good thing, and that they picked a very good song to go with. Yeah, I like that. That, I like that this, was that like was a good choice. The soundtrack use, for the trailer. If you use a good song in the trailer, then I like that song. This is one going to be one of those things where it's going to be good trailer. Terrible movie. No, it's gonna be a great movie. I really hope they don't kill that dog. Oh. I, I hope they don't kill that dog. That's the first one to go now. I mean, you said something. How I dare mean, you? Just check www.doesthedogdie.com. I do not want the dog to die. Let all the Asian people <laughs> die. That dog. Wow. wow! They were all wow. Asians. Wow! <laughs> they were all. Oh. Welcome to your wow. control podcast where we talk about genocide. No, we were gonna. Li- I was gonna Every- live tweet that, but I don't think hashtag let all the Asians die. <laughs> no. Everyone that Whoa. jumped off that boat was an Asian person. Whoa. That wasn't a racist comment. <laughs> well, it might have been because I never noticed that all those people were Asian. I, I don't didn't see pay that color, Adam. I don't, I don't see, see color. color either. Now we're stretching. <laughs> Holy shit. That was just bright red. <laughs> when you have to use the sentence, it's not a racist thing. It's, it's not. A yeah. racist it's thing. not a racist comment. Oh. Everyone, I'm not racist. Rewatch that. Rewatch that. Shot everyone that jumped off the boat. I have a friend who's Asian. I'm not racist. All the people. Okay, there's Jason Statham. He's white. Yeah. Ruby Rose. She's white. 
Rain Wilson, he's white. But Cliff Curtis. I like Cliff Curtis. You said nothing about the three white people in the movie. Ruby Rose will probably die. I doubt it. She's a lesbian. They're safe. Now, how come no one gets no one goes on him? But I say he didn't say anything negative. He said she, she's a lesbian. They're safe. He I didn't, didn't say, say kill all the lesbians. I didn't say kill the Asian oh, race. Man. I said the people that jumped off the boat. You, you said. Uh, you said. I hope oh. the dog makes it, and they kill, kill all, all the Asians. Asians. All the people exactly. that jump. Okay, okay. In the so, hey, at night when you go to bed, do you, like, do you have candles lit around your shrine to Hitler? Or? All right. All right. Let me explain to everyone. In the scene, a bunch of people jump off a boat with a dog. Guess what all ethnicity the people on the boat was? They were Asian. Are you just assuming that, or do you know that for sure? Because I didn't well, even bring, pay attention. He's bringing it up right now. Yeah, I've yeah, got it up in silence right now. Did you so. see every single person on that boat? If you yeah. find one non-Asian human being, then he is a racist piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here, auto-scrub it. Auto-scrub to the scene. Uh, what do you mean, auto-scrub it to the scene? You mean scroll to the scene? No, scrub. Not, not, there's no auto to it. You're like manually that, doing this. I feel like he just... He wants to say auto scrub because he's a maintenance man. But, you know, what the hell is an auto scrub? It automatically man. scrubs. Okay. Wait, that scene, that, that's the scene you're talking about? Yeah. With all the people you can't really see? Yeah, that, was, that worked out well. Uh, hang on, I'm auto scrubbing backwards. <laughs> auto scrub. That is this not, summer, uh, there's a, oh, we, oh well, we've got one clear shot of a wedding party that may that or may, or may, or may not, not be on, be on, on that boat. All right, the, it, it, Asian. The, uh, so you're judging these people by how they look? No. I, yes. They, they, they could very much well be Asian Americans. Well, whatever. <laughs> you just double tapped it way too hard. Yeah, dude, you went too far. I, I'm looking at the rest of the scene because this is obviously not the same scene. So you have to drop off my phone. That's, All right. That's the room full of white people. <laughs> at this time, Damage Control Podcasting was does not discriminate against any label of Asian or. I don't discriminate against anyone either. <laughs> next, week, next week, Adam's going to bring in a whole bunch of other people. Okay, so the wedding party does look like... Uh, and you're telling me that Mo is an Asian too? <laughs> he might be. Thank you. I'm not saying he is. It wasn't a racist comment. Be. What about the guests? Like the, what yeah, about the, the dog? The dog? Was it a That's giant why I, I just want the dog to die. You want the dog to die? No, you said I didn't, you wanted to I, live. Didn't, I didn't want the dog to die. All right, so the people jumping off the boat, you really can't tell anything about them. Other it's than the, it's dogs the wedding there. party. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? Is yes. it the same boat? They yes. look like they're in swimming gear. Yeah. Right. Well, they anyway. just had a wedding. Okay, Adam's racist. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Nothing new. All the right. first step is admitting you have a problem. Yeah, thank you. So. Uh, the, only, the other thing I don't like are the marketing one-liners. The, oh, I was wondering where that was going. We just the, got done talking about racism. And he's like, the other thing I don't like. Uh, chomp on this and please to eat you. I don't really care for those. Yeah, that's, that's pretty campy. That, that, uh, that, that, that just like gives I said, you the tone for the movie. It's going to be terrible. Hilarious. Okay. Hilarious. Hilarious. Terrible. Hilarious. Hilarious. I really, I really... When I when I woke up this morning, I'm like, I'm gonna keep the, those guys on track. I have not kept to that promise at all. Yeah, you you did that yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, it chapter two news. Bill Hader is in talks to play adult version of Richie Tozer, but instead of a stand-up comic in the book, he will be a DJ. And James McAvoy is in talks to play the leader of the Loser Club's Bill Dimbro. They will they would be joined by already confirmed cast member Jessica Chastain as grown-up Beverly Marsh. I support it. Yeah, I like it. I, like I think making him a DJ instead of a senior problem is a great idea. Which is weird because isn't Bill Hader a stand-up comic? 
He's more of an actor. Always comedian. Well, he does comedic acting and stuff like that. He does skits. Like, I don't know about stand-up. Bring, bring your phone back out. Ow, ow! The hell, man? Don't go much higher. Uh, oh, no. Go to the... Go, to, go, <laughs> go to the, higher. Where am I supposed to bring it up? Go to, uh, go to this link right here. So the, the link. The, this link right here. The link Why don't you, I am not typing that in there. Why don't you just click on the link? It's it's on uh, Notebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> he has our script written in Notepad. Okay, okay, next bit of news. <laughs> next next week he's bringing a typewriter. Uh, next here we go, guys. Click, 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 click. John Krasinski has stated he would love to play Mr. Fantastic in a reboot of the Fantastic Four. Dear Board. God, yes. Yeah. Oh, an, artist, awesome. an artist has done concept art of him as Mr. Fantastic, his wife Emily Blunt as Invisible Woman, Zach Efron as uh-huh. Johnny Storm, and to go along John with tonight's Cena. topic, John Cena as Ben I would watch Grimm. That. I am so in for that. And for those that. of you listening at home, this is the this is the thing that that's a notebook, notepad, it's uh, http colon slash slash comicbook.com slash marvel slash 2018 slash 02 slash 07 slash fantastic dash 4 dash new dash cast slash slash see you'd already be there by now so so that's what he wanted me to hand type into my phone from across the table you know, you could just have copied that and pasted it into a browser window. That's, that's what he's doing the, right now. This is the guy that also opens so that was like and then types so, in. So that whole thing was like 45 <laughs> seconds when I'll never get back to my life. So thanks for that, Adam. I appreciate it. All right, so what are we doing here? We're we looking at the article you just copy and pasted from? No, yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, these casting choices, I'm in for yeah, most like of this. Most? I want to see what it looks like oh. before I make a final call. That looks awesome. Okay, yes, I, I'm officially in. I, yeah, 100%. Like, that needs to happen. So, uh, For the love of God, Marvel, make this happen. So will they bulk... Do you, do you guys think they would bulk up John Cena, or do you think they would just... Why let, would they? No. The man does not need to be bulked. Because the thing is, the thing is huge, Yes, but right? they, can just, they can just play that off as, okay, when he got his powers, he just... Rock's made him bigger, and it's all going to be CGI anyway, right? Well, they I, need, I don't know, so I'm asking. What they need to do is make him find a way to make him smaller through movie magic, so that when he's Ben Grimm, that he can look like he's got the big increase. Okay. Yeah. Now, if they ever, let's say, is Krasinski old enough to play Mister Fantastic? Yeah, dude. Yeah. They have a son is old enough to be Zac Efron. He's in, that's oh, it's kind of brother. Right. Sorry. Idiot. Brother of Susan Storm. <laughs> So say that they they <laughs> can you Marvel call that one more time because it makes me feel good, <laughs> idiot. Okay, thank you. So they finally make a good, successful string of Fantastic Four movies. Dear God, and they please. build this gigantic Fantastic Four universe. You know whether it's connected to the Marvel verse, I don't, I don't really <laughs> care. Would they? Do you think they'd ever bring in a superpowered? Was it Franklin Richards? Richards? Yeah. Do you think they would ever bring that in? Because isn't he like? Well, I mean, you're talking about, like, all the overpowered, but isn't he, like, the most powerful thing ever? Like, most I read that he made, like, he brought Galactus back to life and made him his herald. Yep, Franklin Richards is the most powerful entity on Marvel U. Uh, yeah, he's the, the strongest mutant in the world. He's insanely powerful. And I'm in for all of that because that means I get a live-action Onslaught movie. And I'm in for that. You okay. Any, anything else? I'm, I'm in for the casting. Uh, that movie should get made, and it better be good. I'm going to 
flip tables over. If it's another the bad Fantastic Four movie, they just need to write the franchise off and never do it again because yeah. you, they, had, you three had three shots tries. at it. Yeah. Who's, who's doing this one? The sequel doesn't count. Why doesn't it count? Because it's the same franchise. Oh, okay. Does Disney have this now? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was uh, right, as have, part of the. Uh, I have Fox some merger. faith in it, but it might, it might be at least halfway decent. Well, like, one of those I wouldn't count anyway. I wouldn't count anyway because they just did that movie so they could maintain the rights, right? They did, but they still made it. They still produced it, and we still want saw it in theater. I thought it never even made it to theaters. Are you talking about the Roger Corman one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that one's bad. They have a good documentary about that. Okay. Anyway. Uh, birthdays today. Seth Rogen. <laughs> uh, Emma Watson. Ooh. Yeah. Thomas F. Wilson. Biff. Yeah. Biff, yeah. 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 And stuntman uh, Zach Duhane. Duhane. Oh, yeah. Duhane. And what, what you was do he not in? know him. Yeah. Okay. What was he in? Uh, I didn't write it down. Oh, okay. yeah! You're like you don't know him. And you don't know, know who it is. Wow. You have to have one stuntman in there, and then you to, don't like, even get know your who jollies off, and you don't even know who he is. Okay, wow. we are continuing with Marvel Month, as said before, but I want to try something different. Every pop culture podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and, man, we need to just start doing this as a video because your hands are no, like no, no, no. We don't even need a whole video. We just need a just camera. Did, we just need a <coughs> hand cam. Yes, like, yeah. Every, every tweet, tweet. hashtag hand cams. Every <laughs> pop culture podcast, YouTube show, etc., is talking about the comics and the MCU. I want to talk about wrestling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, hold, on, hold on. Before we, we get too off, okay. off topic, I want to apologize to Zach Duhame uh, for not knowing that he was in Dunkirk oh, yeah. uh, as one of the performers. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else was he in? Uh, this app is rolling really low. Uh, Star Trek. He was in uh, Journey to Discovery, as well as Lone Survivor. Okay. Moving on. He wasn't the Lone Survivor. Tally-ho. Um, I wonder who was the Lone Survivor in that movie. Mark Wahlberg. Me. Huh. Couldn't uh, tell after the poster, the name of the movie. Ben Foster's in that good movie. Um, Daniel and Snyder forced me to watch WrestleMania last night. It wasn't a force. Gun to my head, gun to my balls. Uh, I am now... The first one was going to be scary. The second one, you're used to. That's <laughs> I am now. The second a, one was a very small gun. <laughs> <laughs> one of those Dillinger. Well, you don't want to miss. Yeah. the little pea shooter from Back to the Future Three. <laughs> I am now a junkie. I loved it. Yeah. Have, so have he's it. a racist and a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he feet. All right, he's. Haven't right. seen a wrestling match since Attitude Era on Raw. So before we discuss Marvel, I want to see what it takes to write for wrestling. Okay. So a little bit of trivia, as we always do. Uh, I'm gonna name off wrestlers' real names. You tell me their state. You tell me their stage names. You can't. I know you already seen it. You see no, it. I can't read any of that. Amy Christine Dumas. Lita. Yep. Uh, Mark William Calloway. Mark Calloway is the Undertaker. Yes. Christopher Keith Irvin. Christopher Keith Irvin. Keith Ir- Ir- Irvine. Um. I R V I N E. I think that's Randy Orton. Chris, Christopher being the key there. Oh, is it Jericho? Yes. Oh, okay. Randy. I heard Ag- Keith and I said something triggered in my head. Randy right actually is really yeah, right. okay. uh, Randall. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, here's one's a little harder. I don't know why I thought, anyway. A little harder, maybe not. Uh, Sydney Raymond Udi. E U D Y. Sydney Raymond Udi. I have no idea on that 
E-U-D-Y? E-U-D-Y, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sid Vicious or Psycho Sid? Oh, gosh darn it. Um... This one may be popular, but he's one of my favorites, so Fergal Devitt. Oh, that's Finn Balor. Yep. Oh. Would you have known that if I didn't say it was my favorite? Well, no, I just oh. I knew his name already. Uh, Thomas Billington. Apparently he's a prick. No wrestlers like him. Well, that doesn't narrow it down. Uh, Dynamite Kid. Oh, okay. Okay, All right. okay so let's... Oh, I've, got, I've got one more. Uh, Dick Hammerbush. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? John Cena. That's not his room. I looked up John Cena's room. Oh, there's, a, there's a video on YouTube where he's like, uh, it's like it's some kind of BuzzFeed video, so whatever. Oh, but he's okay. um, he's like a tech support guy for wrestling, so people are asking him questions and uh-huh, stuff. And uh-huh. somebody asks about how wrestlers get their fake names instead of their real names, and he's like, well, actually, my real name is Dick Hammerbush. Like, and he's just <laughs> it goes on this whole. It was hilarious. Okay, so. Break, let's break it down. Creating a character, face or a heel. So, what? What do you? How do you guys define a face? Well, face are the good guys. Okay. Um, face short for baby face. They're supposed to be the guys that get cheered, and in the end, ideally, they're the ones supposed to be winning because they are the virtuous ones. They're the they're the heroes. Typically, they don't win at first, though. They have like the the tra- traditional hero's journey most of the time. Because they always follow the rules. Right. They, don't, they always follow the rules. They don't cheat. They don't uh, take shortcuts. None of that kind of stuff. You know right. what they're called in Britain? Mm-hmm. In British wrestling? Mm-hmm. Blue eyes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, how would you guys... I, I wrote down the actual definition, but you guys... Was, or I copied and pasted it. <laughs> uh, how would you guys define a heel? Uh, well, heel is a bad guy. Uh, they're the villain. They're the cheater. Uh, they're the guys who hate this town, every town they walk into, um, and they're the guys who eventually get their comeuppance. They're typically also the ones who are trying to get... No, Google. I'm not Googling. Get a negative reaction from the crowd tweet, in order whatever. to help put the put the baby face over as the hero as well. They're hoping to build up that other character as a good guy by taking all the uh, negative feelings out of the crowd as well. Um, in Lucha Libre, they are called Rudo. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. Spell it. R-U-D-O? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, do you think it's harder to be a, a face or a heel? It's way harder to be a uh, face. Really? Way, yeah. I think so, anyway. I would agree, because people have to like you. Mm-hmm. And to get people to like you, I mean, that's just a, a monumental problem in general, is trying to get people to... Like, to appeal to people and then they jive with you. Like, a heel, like, a heel can be easily made, just be like, okay, be a dick, and now you're a heel. Well, you and still have to be at least halfway good to be a heel, though, too. Like, you can't just go out and be like, I hate your town, and then have everybody go, boo. Like, you have to, like, make them want to hate you. It's well, a thing, too. Sure, yeah. you do. I mean, you need, a, you need a surprising amount of charisma for all of that. Yeah. But I think it's easier to follow the heel's path to make people hate you rather than than make people cheer for you. Oh, yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah, especially with some of the mentality with you have, like, people who are doing all the right things to be faces and then getting booed out of stadiums, and then you have these Because they're heels. terrible. Who's the guy we were <laughs> The guy we were talking about, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. doing all the right stuff, but no one really... Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's trying. Right. Anyway. Yeah, he's trying real hard, but the same thing with, like, John Cena. You know, he... Um, 
uh, I think John Cena is a hell of a performer. He's fantastic. And he's great but on I'll microphone. Still yeah, that's just for fun though. So what what would you guys call, what would you guys call like the anti face? You're so tweener. Close, you're, that's yeah. what they're called. They're ca- they call them tweeners. It's your uh, anti hero. Your traditional anti-hero for that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. besides Stone Cold, who would be another tweener? Uh, the Rock was The he? Rock was mostly solidly one or the other. He, yeah. he switched back and forth a couple times. Okay. Um, but most of the time he was solidly one or the other. I think uh, Cena in the past few years and uh, Stone Cold are the only ones who have been like the bigger names that have been like hardcore in between. What about Mankind? What was he? Oh, he was started out as like more of a heel he was supposed to be a heel but then people found out about him and who he was and like his actual story as a real person and not as a wrestler mm-hmm. and they fell in love with him so he it was a, like a face after that for the rest of his career okay what about now okay so if I'm really wrong on this just you probably are I probably am <laughs> uh, but like Undertaker he's not really a heel or a face he just kind of has his oh, own oh he's a face he is a face yeah okay. people love him well it just yeah. seems like he's got his own little Thing, well, like he doesn't really like, mess with him. He doesn't uh, really cheat, you know. Um, he doesn't take the shortcuts or anything like that's that. That's not true. I watched a clip because I have not well, watched well, it. a long time ago. He did. They yeah, they banned they banned Hell's Gate. That someone Lita came out and Lita came out in a wheelchair and was like, "Oh, you you if I am now banning Hell's Gate, and if you do it, you are uh, disqualified." So he instantly turned around and knocked the dude in the face and put him in the Hell's Gate. Well, he didn't cheat, though. They had his cheating? No, because he got disqualified for it, right? Oh, all right. Yeah. He's, he's, if you're, it's not cheating. Cheating is trying to get away with something. He uh, wasn't trying to get away with anything. He was just trying to hurt that guy. Right. There's a huge difference. Let me ask you this. Let yeah. me ask you this. I, I, I know the actual answer, but within the world of kayfabe, which is basically suspension of disbelief, how is it that every wrestler every time falls for the intro music so they face the entrance ramp and then the guy comes from behind you? It's like, you, it's like, come on, man. Why do people always go upstairs in horror films? Because they... they <laughs> because you have to have moves. the story go somewhere for a reason. That's and that's bad. that's one of the trope plot devices they yeah. use. It's the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Actually, um, with, with the more recent booking for um, for Undertaker, I almost call him a, a modern-day tweener. Because, like he, he, like, he had that match with Cena at WrestleMania. Cena's obviously being booked as a face. And uh, for like, that? I don't know. Well, with the, uh, the with him like talking crap to Undertaker and calling him out and stuff, that was a little more heel side for Cena than normal. Right. Yeah, but it's still in the end, you know, Cena came out and like the Undertaker doing this complete silence and and just ignoring Cena seemed like kind of a heel thing. Like that one really kind of muddies the waters between like face and heel, and like you could almost put, say they were both booked as tweeners for that match. That's probably fair for this thing, yeah. Were you the one telling me, or did I see it on YouTube? I, I don't know. Uh, that Cena had to poop during a match, so he rolled underneath the ring, pooped, and then yeah. rolled back out. Was it you that was I, did, I did not tell you that. Yeah, yeah, I was telling you about that at WrestleMania, oh, okay. that he had food poisoning one time okay, I knew during some, his matches. Yeah. 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 He, like, leaned over to his opponents and was like, dude, you need to stall. And then he <laughs> awkward. It, like, like, how do you for st- some reason there was like a microphone under there? Yeah. Like, or or, up or like Kane had like come yeah. up the next match. He's like, hey, dude, just he's like, like, I don't want to look that well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what does it take to write a good face? Tragic backstory. 
or well, not necessarily tragic, like, but you want you want to. I think personally, for me, like you want to build an underdog, right? Like you want to get you want to find somebody who is endearing to the crowd, like both in the in the stadium and at home. You want people that somebody that you want somebody that people will get behind. And that's and, and that's yeah, tricky because it you, is tricky you, because, because you, you don't have know to, what like like Daniel Bryan. If you showed me a picture of Daniel Bryan and he told me that he was like the most popular wrestle wrestler going on I'd be like that dude's smaller than I am there's no way he's a wrestler and not only is he a wrestler he's the bomb wrestler that's all I'm saying yeah, like, like you, you yeah. never you never know until you actually yeah exactly yeah. so you, you it has to happen like organically like the people have to get behind this person on their own and as they do you, you have to jump on that when it's hot because if you wait too long you've lost your opportunity and they're not gonna follow along with you anymore so is he always a face uh no no, he used to be a heel. Uh, like that yes chant thing that they do for him, that used to be uh, <laughs> something the crowd did to antagonize him as a heel. Because he used and to he say would always no. do no back at him. Ah, right, okay. yeah. So that was a whole thing. And then, um, but for that and Daniel Bryan is a perfect example of this whole situation too. Like he got over organically. He was a heel. People started to like just wow, well, this is a likable guy, even though he's being a heel. We still like him. And then they slowly turned him into a good guy. And then they gave him the underdog storyline and pushed him up through it into the finally getting the title at WrestleMania at that WrestleMania it, thirty, I think it was. So, but there, ha- but there has to be something that faces have some characteristic. No, you have Nose. to you have to be able to communicate and uh, be honest. Like you have to be more of yourself than a character, if that makes sense. Like with Stone Cold, uh, for instance, he didn't get popular. Until he was allowed to be himself on the microphone, his character was just the himself turned up to eleven. Yeah, he was the ringmaster. He was the ringmaster first. Right. The same thing with like The Rock or Chris Jericho. They're playing themselves, dude. I did, but just turned up to eleven. I did so much research for tonight's topic that I wouldn't sound like an idiot in front of you guys. So, Too late. So, well, so okay. Uh, kill all the Asians. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was not a racist <laughs> comment. <laughs> I beg to differ. Yeah. Anyway, so okay. Hashtag kill all the Asians. So, uh, so we know. So we know that the audience kind of controls. Is there any other media, storytelling? Is there any other storytelling process where the audience control? It seems like in wrestling, the audience controls where the story well, goes. Not as much. Like they control who's popular. So like, well, no, well, no, because because like, I saw a lot of videos where like this was going to be the storyline. Like the uh, okay, a good one I can pull off the top of my head: the Underfaker storyline. Like, the audience hated that so much, they just dropped it. Yeah, yeah. So they control what's... So if something's getting popular and getting over, is what they call it. Right. If something's getting over uh, with the crowd, like, merch sales will tell that. Noise from the crowd will tell that in the audience. If you listen to a crowd during a show, that's one of the biggest indicators if you're not sure what's going on but, of how good or bad the show is. That's what I'm saying. how so receptive they are. If you're writing so a storyline... The, 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 the crowd can influence where a storyline's going to go sometimes. Not like... Hey, we want you to do this, but this isn't working. We need to change things because these people hate this. If that makes sense. All right. Okay. So, what about a good heel? How do you write for a good heel? I think a heel's a lot easier to write for. Than By the way, sense. I wrote heel as in get better. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So. Notepad. Like Notepad doesn't have autocorrect on it. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's why we don't use it after the fourth grade. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah, so heels I think are a lot easier to write for, um, and I think you have a lot of different avenues to uh, take heels. Um, my least favorite is the the cheap and easy heel that is the 
I come out and I trash talk whatever city I'm in for that quick, easy heat. Okay, give me and an example of that. Like, uh... Elias. You know, uh, yeah. Elias. Elias comes out. Like, I so like hobo, Elias as a wrestler. He's a guitar guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, like, I like, like, I like his wrestling. Like, he's good. But every single time he just comes out and sings a song about how crappy the city is. Um, or uh, Jericho as a heel did that a few times as well. Um, you know, he's kind of he's kind of a cool guy. I listen to a lot of podcasts with him. He's kind of a cool dude. Like, like he's yeah. honestly a lot of his heel work is fantastic. He's, every every once in a while he'll slip into the the like your city sucks thing, but for the most part, like over ninety percent of his heel work is amazing. He said oh, he absolutely. He, he said love he loves Jericho. being a heel and being the bad guy is more fun sometimes. He, too, he, so he also the, in a podcast he was talking about the crap him the crap uh, with Goldberg. He went with the, mm-hmm. the WCW like. Because I guess Goldberg was here, and then was like the Jericho was here, here and WCW. Here as a, so that all the listeners know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So Goldberg, Goldberg was on was top. Goldberg was the top guy of the company, yeah. and Jericho and was bottom, near the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. But so when they went to WWE, Jericho became... One of the top guys. And then Goldberg came back and started pushing Jericho around, and Jer- Chris is like, look, man, this ain't the same. We're not the same people no more. You can't be talking to me this way. Right. So, but there's more to the story anyway. Check it out. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. And I interrupted you once again, sorry. No, all I was going to say was that uh, Jericho is like one of my favorites. Um, I, I'm anxiously awaiting his return. I do not like uh, his band. I tried listening Fozzie? to him. Yeah, I don't like it. They're, like, they're like Avenged Sevenfold Light, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've, I've got one of their songs in my car. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't heard a lot of them, but I've, I like Judas. It's in my car. It's on my MP3 player. I like the Judas by Lady Gaga. I have that one, too. You should have a Judas playlist. Like, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So just just mono Judas. Yeah, all it is. It hits um, those two songs and just all the Judas Priest albums. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else on face and heels before I move on to the next part? Tallyho. Tallyho. Uh, okay. According to Street.com, the ten greatest faces in WWE. Anyone want to take a guess? You want all ten? <laughs> these are these are through like, through throughout the, the years. Throughout yeah. the years, yeah. So. Well, the number one's most likely Hulk Hogan. Yep. Uh, uh, Cena's on there somewhere. Um, Cena is number three. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Mankind or Cactus Jack. Nope. He's not on there at all. Mick Foley's not on there? Nope. He's really? He's on the heel side. He's, he's, not, on, he's not on the heel side either. either. Really? Mick Foley's not weird. On. Okay, so number ten. Oh, like, well, we're not done oh, yet. Oh, right oh sorry, 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 sorry. Or are you trying to rush people? No, no, no kind of. Okay. Yeah, do it. Let's okay, go. number ten, Daniel Bryan. Okay. Number nine, Sting. Ah, uh, my boy. Sting. Number eight, Junkyard Dog. He probably should have been that high. Yeah. No, okay. That's fine. Number seven, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, Dusty. Now is that is that Gold Dust? Yeah, Gold that, Dust's dead. That's Gold Dust's dead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and his his uh his son Cody wrestles in Japan now. He used to wrestle for WWE, but he's a uh, good. He was on a few episodes of Air, the TV show Arrow too. Okay. Yeah, is cool. Gold Dust and Stardust the same guy? Stardust is Cody. Yeah. The one I was just talking about. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, number six, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. Okay. Steamboat. Yeah. Number f- I've never heard. I've heard of all these guys except for this guy, Bruno Sammarino. Bruno Sammartino. Yeah, number five. From like the seventies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Number four, The Rock. Three, Cena. Two, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And of course, number one is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, according to Street.com, the ten greatest heels in WWE. Oh. And this is throughout the. Uh, Triple H. Number ten. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh. <laughs> Number three, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Well, okay. It's, yeah, it's it's yeah. still Hogan. It's yeah. Hogan, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, Jericho Honky Tonk Man. Right? 
Honk Tonk. No, not on here. What the frick? No. Uh, who's the uh, Ravishing Recruit? Ravishing Gorgeous George. George. Neither one of those are on there. Are you kidding me? I kid you not. Like Ted DiBiase? At number eight, Million Dollar Man. Bobby Heenan. Is he the brain? Yes. Number six. Shawn Michaels. Is it on either one of those lists? Shawn Michaels is number seven. On the heels? Yes. Who's a face most of his career? Yeah, that's interesting that they labeled him as a uh, Vince heel. Is this McMahon. a person? This is yeah, Vince McMahon <laughs> should, should have been the number one heel. Oh, he number is one. number one. He oh, looked up the website. Right yeah. So number 10 is Triple H. Number yeah. nine is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Number eight is Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Number six, his son wrestles. He used to. Really oh, yeah. Okay. Number seven, Shawn Michaels. Number six, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Number five, CM Punk. Oh, Punk, yeah, okay. What, I think what is the pipe bomb? All I heard is it's a, a promo he cut. It's it's all. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Number. It was a great promo. Is that the one where he gave the middle finger to the? Yeah, basically. So was that kayfabe where he was just like? It was a, it was a worked shoot. I don't know what that. <laughs> anyway, know. get back to that. <laughs> we'll okay. get to that later. Number four, classy Freddie Blasey. Blasey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Number two, Ric Flair, and of course number oh, one, Vince Flair. How do I forget Flair? What? He oh he was a. He was an ass. Or, okay. uh, he was a he was a heel. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't see a whole lot of uh, like. Okay, so I didn't see a lot of the WWE era for a lot of these guys. But for a lot of those guys in WCW, they were faces. Like Flair was a face. Roddy Piper was a Flair, face. Yeah, Flair near the end of his career was a face. Piper for the near the end of his career was a face. But when they got their big hits and stuff, when they were uh, you know, well, Flair for it was when he was in NWA. But with uh, Piper, it was when he was in WWE. He was a huge heel, but people loved him because he was hilarious. So he so was, he was the original Stone Cold? The original Rock. Oh, the original Rock. Rock right. was a heel. Oh, yeah, because Rock's funny, funny right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, any others about heels or faces before I go on to the next part? Okay. Nope. Uh, the turn. Yeah. Okay. So uh, according to Wrestling Wiki, I actually knew I was on this wiki this time. Okay. <laughs> You're not looking at Supernatural Wiki. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, in wrestling, a turn occurs most frequently when a wrestler develops a new gimmick and changes, frequently from face to heel or sometimes vice versa. Non-wrestling performers such as managers may also turn. What does it take to not necessarily write, or what's a good catalyst for a turn? A devastating loss. Okay. A devastating loss will sometimes make a face a heel because, well, this isn't cutting it, doing it the right way, so I'm going to take the shortcut. Okay. Uh, they just get tired of losing. That's another thing. With the underdog story, you can either get a, have them beat down to build them back up or have them beat down to switch. Now, will a devastating loss cause a heel to be a face? Uh, typically, no. Most of the time, what you see for a heel to become a face is if they're in a group of some sort okay. and one of their friends betrays them. So, is so it, the, the person who gets betrayed, it gets... So is it, pretty, is it pretty typical, like... Uh, the shield. I saw a lot of the, the shield. shield. Mm-hmm. So you see the shield come out, and you're like in your back of your head, like it's only six months. These guys are going to be fighting against each other. So is it typical when you see a group? You're like six months. They're going to be fighting. Against it's each usually other. longer than that, depending on how good or bad. Right, the group but you know, is, in the back of the mind, eventually, this, eventually, all the things come to an end, and this group will. Have has to there been up. any group that stayed? Has there any group stayed permanently? Yeah. Has Not there any, that any I know tag of, team? except for maybe the Freebirds back in. Back in the day. What about um, uh, 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 the dude? They wore the the football pads with the spikes. Road Warriors. Yeah. Did they ever fight against each other? I don't remember to be honest. 
teams. Well, like tag teams will stay, team together, stay together. But when you start talking about like, teams, most of the teams dissolve. Oh, what were the guys? Uh, they they had like the Popeye eye. They walked out like this. Oh, the bushwhackers. Yeah, the yeah. bushwhackers. Yeah. We really just need to put this on YouTube just for you. You do all the little I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell. <laughs> That's what they did, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I ain't stupid. Why well, yeah, I am? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what made the Rock switch? Because I remember he was a jackass. I well, like him. basically, he was uh, switch. Well, first, he was a face. People hated him, so they made him a heel. But then all of the like stuff he was saying to to trash talk people was hilarious. Yeah. So people started getting into him because he was hilarious when he was on the microphone. Wasn't he part of like? Wasn't it like the corporate? You know, the nation of domination, and then he went into the he was the corporate champion for Vince yeah. McMahon against Stone Cold. And then yeah. and then Vince screwed him over. Uh, but by the I way, so, yeah. the, I wanted to bring that up with Vince McMahon being the the greatest heel. Is a lot of that stuff true stuff, or is that just kayfabe stuff? It depends. Like, like like the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, was that, that happened. Was that real? No, that was real. What yeah, was Bret that? Hart knocked him out in the locker room afterwards. Was that real? Yes. Why was there cameras back there? There weren't. There was two. I saw the video. Not not when he got knocked out. You see him walk out. You see Bret Hart go into the room. You hear the struggle, and you see Vince come out with a black eye. I, oh, I, that wasn't for anything. Not for the actual hit. No, no, you no, see. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, no, that was real. What was that? Yeah, so basically what happened was, um, uh, for Brett, the viewers at home, not not for me, I know all about it. Yeah, so it was, it was uh, Brett Hart and uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. yeah, so the, the, the script going into the, the match was Bret Hart was supposed to win, um, and then he was supposed to relinquish the title because he was moving to WCW. Um, uh, so, that, so that was Bret Hart's idea. So Vince McMahon comes to Shawn Michaels and the ref and says, hey, we're changing the match. And Bret Hart's going to tap out of the sharpshooter, which was his finishing move. And no one told Bret. So they, they, the match goes on. They do their spots. Um, and Bret was supposed to get into the sharpshooter, but that's, he was supposed to get out. So Shawn Michaels puts him in the sharpshooter. Um, the ref drops down. And rings the bell because he taps out, and he never never taps out. And they they take the title from him and give it to Shawn Michaels in a loss. Um, and and that was basically the Montreal screw job because it made Bret Hart look bad when he was moving from WWE to well WWF then to WCW, mm-hmm. where he was supposed to be going out on top. Yeah, um, of the WWE. And the, the, main, the main thing was that Brett didn't want to because Brett's Canadian. He didn't want to lose the belt in Canada, and that show mm. was in Canada, so oh, he wanted right, to yeah. lose it the next night on Monday Night Raw, not in Canada. Yeah. But um, they didn't want him to take the belt to WCW with him because the last person that did that was one of the female champions, and she dropped it in a trash can on WCW television. Who is that? <laughs> uh, Alundra Blaze was her name. Yeah. Um, so they wanted to avoid that. It's so at all Vin, possible. So all the crap about Vince being a prick. Is... Oh, he's an asshole. Yeah. Okay. But he's a really smart asshole. He's gonna stop listening to our podcast now. Because they, because uh, uh, Brett asked him not to make his character into a joke because he took wrestling serious, and like on Raw or whatever, uh, Shawn Michaels was in the ring, and Vince was all in there in the ring. They were talking about about, about the match. And um, Brett the Hitman Hart's music, intro music starts playing, so everyone freaks out and turns around. 
and then like a little little man version of Brett the Hitman Hart comes walking out and they turned him into a joke I guess that kind of pissed off Brett as well hmm. justifiably so yeah I didn't know anything about that part okay uh, so what do we decide on uh, how to what does it take to a good turn we talked about the devastating loss the devastating loss for the team, the team face, or, or continual loss for the face or the betrayal of some sort for the heel sometimes one of the more common ones anyway because yeah. they have a friend that betrays them and then they have the underdog story begin yeah a lot of time for the heels it's like they're uh yep. they sorry uh, a lot of time for the, the the heel it feels like they um uh, have to take some time off like um so a I'm just setting up because batteries get low I don't want really we can't we can't afford multiple battery I don't want to I don't want to pause Oh, you don't want to splice it together like the last time? I never said I was. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> you did. Actually, you're the one that says, don't worry, I'll edit this together. Oh, I did? Yeah, I uh, listened to it. Okay. Okay, so anyway, uh, sorry, we're having some technical difficulties No, no, here. we're still recording. Uh, I set it up We're before. just recording on yeah. three different things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, um, uh, yeah, so I feel like the heel needs to take some time off. Um, so when they come back, there's a big pop that... Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, this guy who was really good in the ring is back, and they'll get a whole lot of quick cheers, and then you can use that to kind of springboard into a face position from a heel position. Okay. Yeah. If somebody goes out with an injury or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or even a kayfabe injury. Like, you just take a vacation and come back for a month. Usually a month's <laughs> not long enough. Well, yeah. For, for that kind of organic thing, anyway. Yeah. Okay. I know they tried it real quick for Ziggler, and I don't think it worked very well, but... So, uh, kayfabe, uh, does anyone know the origin of the word? I do not, actually. Me neither. Uh, they're not, no one really knows for sure, but they think it's carny slang for protect the secrets of the business. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, an ultimate origin, it originates in Pig Latin, fake meaning AK fay or be fake, eBay, AK fay That's where they think it comes from. Oh, neat. Okay. Um, so, uh... So, in professional wrestling, kayfabe is a portrayal of stage events within the industry as real or true, specifically the portrayal of competition, rivalries, relationships between participants as being genuine and not of a stage or predetermined nature of any kind. Kayfabe ha- has also evolved to become a code word of sorts to maintaining this reality with, within the direct or indirect presence of the general public. Um, Okay, so keeping in mind kayfabe is in constant flux because of fans, injuries, random moments, what does it take to write a good kayfabe? To write a storyline? Yeah, it to write it, yeah. It just has to be believable. And do we still need, in today's world, everyone knew wrestling was fake. I mean, everyone knew the storylines were fake. We all know wrestling moves are real. Um, do we still need it? I, I personally dig it. I, like, I, was, I know I was joking with you guys about my favorite wrestler now uh, Finn Balor doing the demon thing mm-hmm. I really like that so I like the Undertaker being he just he told uh, he Daniel told me what the Undertaker was and he's what is he a wizard from hell it was supposed to be like a, some demon or undead wizard when he first showed up but. that to me is cooler and then just wh- what is John Cena's backstory he's a power lifter like you, you, I like that you, stuff he, he was a, a street bug yeah he used to be a street bug like he used to like battle rap people and stuff like, his kayfabe or his real life his kayfabe okay yeah. Yeah. I don't like that yeah he, uh, he was the doctor of thugonomics yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> with, with oh. his jorts and his giant padlock oh, chains his, his jorts his jorts have kind of gotten shorter 
A little bit, yeah. yeah they're, they're, more they're a lot less now, like the, the, the baggy jeans and more yeah. like 90s jorts, I guess. So, so do we still need characters? I think we do. I really dig that the stuff. Characters uh, and the, the kayfabe storylines make things more interesting to me. Like, if it's just like, all right, these guys are going to fake fight, like, cool, okay, like, that's fine. But I need something to pull me in, otherwise I'm just watching dudes like do backflips. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, okay. I need something to go with it. Uh, I actually kind of have a dissenting opinion. Like, I think there needs to be some measure of storyline. Um, but to me, I get enthralled by the um, the competition. Uh, so one of my favorite things is like they do on uh, they just finished up with Two Hundred Five Live is when they do the bracketed tournaments. Um, I really like that kind of at its heart okay well, this is still a sports competition and that kind of draws me in more than than Undertaker is an undead wizard or or John Cena spending 15 minutes rapping on the microphone um, so like that kind of thing pulls me more one thing that I really wish they would have is I want a standings board like that's all I want like I want them to flash the standings up every once in a while so I can see like okay I want to see a win-loss record, and I want to see where people are at. Um, you like, did really good in math in high school, didn't you? I did. Yes, yeah, actually, so as an honors math, thank you. Nerd. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Um, but yeah, like I want to see where the people rank, so that way, like when okay, so uh, Finn Balor lost the U his 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 shot at the U.S. title. He drops down a couple pegs. Okay, now here's the next person who's supposed to come up in line. So I want to see that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that would be interesting too, but with how often they have to change things on the fly, posting up a board like that is going to be really difficult to... Yeah, I understand. They've got to be three or four weeks out planning Three or four weeks out, if somebody gets injured randomly, like you have to like switch everything around. with, And then that leaderboard makes it weird. Like, Well, then you just be honest about it. Like, okay, so uh, Dean Ambrose was supposed to be... Our next U.S. number one contender, but he's injured, so we'll pull him off the the leaderboard now, and then slide everything up. And I don't know. I don't think it could work. I don't think it could work. No. Um, but that's something that I like. I said, I, I think it sounds interesting. I just I don't see how not, be not able to pull to it off. Adam, but since we're talking about you know ranks and stuff, mm-hmm. who was the Asian lady that <laughs> had never lost a fight? Kazuki. Uh, Oscar. Yeah, you called her Oscar or something like that. Uh, he, 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 he called her a lot of names. Yeah. yeah, a lot of names. None of them were Oscar. I wasn't being <laughs> racist. I couldn't remember his name. I couldn't well, remember. That uh, all kind of links together now. That was yeah. pretty. Yeah, it was I only the Asians he couldn't yeah. remember. No. Everybody else yeah, he yeah, knew. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's Taj Mahal? I couldn't remember. Oh, his name. No. <laughs> it was only the non-white people <laughs> he couldn't remember. India is a subcontinent of Asia. <laughs> yeah, they're technically <laughs> Asians. Yeah, you're still a racist piece of shit. Taj We're Mahal. no longer P- PG, but that was well, well needed. <laughs> that was well needed. Ta- what was his name? What was Taj Mahal? Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Okay. I'm so glad I that you don't say your name so they don't actually know that we're related. <laughs> now well, they know you just ruined yeah. it. Way to ruin the they stopped, they stopped listening after the whole yeah, racist see, thing. It's my, it's kayfabe. It's kayfabe for the podcast, me being... No, no, I'm no. I'm no, no. sure it is. I'm the heel of the podcast. <laughs> no. no. Uh, no, you're the Eugene of the well, podcast, and my, if anybody watches wrestling, they'll know what that is. That's I'm, I'm, I'm Gilbert. You're Gilbert. <laughs> I'll give you Gilbert. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. think it's well. It's, it's isn't Undertaker's whole cave. You know, he. I think you were saying it. You know, he moves slow. So that oh, with the, he's with like that. he's like one of the oldest. He's I think I looked it up. He's like 53 or something. Yeah, like that. He's, he's old like, as hell. So yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know, when you've got 
you know, people like charging the ring, and then he can just like walk slow and, and like, menacing, like shamble to the yeah, ring, like like, like a zombie would, that, because he's an undead guy. Yeah. yeah so, so you can use that to your advantage. Like, I'm sure when he started out, if that's the type of story that he set up or whoever set up, you know, like whether he meant to or not, like he built it into this whole long game where he could do it. You know, he's like, "Fuck, I'm 50. I don't need to run." All the way to the ring, he goes. So I can just walk really freaking slowly and be just as scary as someone popping up. And whenever he's been in that version of the Undertaker, since he started, he's done that slow, yeah. creeping. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I've watched uh, YouTube videos of WWE bloopers. He's had the most pyro fails of all. He got lit on fire two or three times in one night. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> in one night. Yeah, like 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 he's out there in front of the stage. The pyro goes off in front of him. Yeah. He tries to turn. The pyro goes off. He tries to turn. The pyro goes oh. off. So he just walks down to the ring. No, no, he smoldering. He, he, oh, he, he ran to the ring, smoldering, yeah. and just d- starts dumping bottles of water on himself, and then it, does the freaking match. You know what match? It, it was that one where they were inside the the hell in a cell. Or whatever, no, no, not right? the hell in a cell. Where they were all in their own individual. Pods. Oh, the elimination chamber. Yeah, he was in the oh, pod, dumping just water, water on himself. Because <laughs> I remember Jericho was talking about that on his yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So like somebody was. Uh, uh, Jericho like put the walls of Jericho on him or something. Yeah, and like stretched him out. He's got second or third degree burns all over his chest and stuff. Yeah, and Jericho's like stretching him out a little bit, and uh, Taker was pissed. So be- like, besides his pyro failing, when he was American Badass, his motorcycle stalled like almost every time. Yeah, it was that dude. It just like I've been watching this, but I'm like that guy can't catch him. Right, no, man. Yeah, I'm a big <laughs> fan of the Botchamania videos. Um, yeah, yeah. So if you we go to their website and watch those, they are all a bunch of stuff like that. Fantastic things. I especially like the the table fails. Yeah, just 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 table just refusing to break as they're supposed to. Yeah. Well, I mean, this wasn't a good fail, but didn't someone like weren't they supposed to like come down and like the rope like snapped and like yeah, they smashed uh, their that's, head? That's Owen Hart. Yeah, that's Bret Hart's brother. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he yeah he didn't yeah. live. Yeah, that. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, and that was a big thing because he was mimicking uh, Sting's gimmick. Yeah. Over on WCW. Yeah, did he Sting stop, stopped doing that. Yeah, I was saying. Oh, I think like, <clears throat> that's when Stone, like, well, not that night. Stone Cold came out and like started smashing beer cans. That's pretty as much a tri- every as night a tri- for Stone. Well, no, that was a tribute. Yeah, he, the he tribute. Was cry- he was crying. Yeah. Cody, you're quiet tonight. I, I'm waiting for the part you gave us. He homework. doesn't like you because you're horribly racist. <laughs> and Cody's part Asian. Oh, sorry, Cody. One seventeenth. Okay, sorry. So, okay. How does that Wait. even work? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on it. My father was half, and my mother was a thirteenth. Okay. Okay. So, move, <laughs> so, so move, moving on. To, Daniel's to, over here, like trying to figure out the numbers. It's like Rain Man and a Beautiful Mind going off at once. Okay. Moving on to tonight's homework. Definitely so, probability. Definitely probabilities. Yeah. I made tonight's homework. Ten minutes uh, to we had to write our own. We had to write our own character. We had to come up with costume, character yeah. name. The, there's three moves, right? There's the finisher and then the two other ones that they kind of do all the time. You just said finisher. Signatures. Yeah. Uh, you and, didn't ask for signatures. And then some cape I'll make something up. intro music. And there are you do not items. list this many things. So, who wants to go first? Uh, the guy, the guy who's had it since he was 12. Yes. No, go eight, for it, Daniel. Eight, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, eight, I think is what I said. <laughs> right. So I actually uh, got a chance to do this. Um, I, I did a wrestling role playing game. Uh, oh, like I thought you mean actually wrestle. No, I would. I 
I go back and he forth the between I cane. want to oh. do this and holy shit, I would get my shit kicked. Um, but uh, basically, I would like. So we're we supposed to be like me as a wrestler, or like someone we want to make as a wrestler. You would make yourself into this. Oh, oh, well, that's a completely different answer because the mean? wrestler that I had in mind is like a a little Japanese cruiserweight. Uh, um, my and... character's taking your character out of. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. he hates Asians. Yeah, because <laughs> it's you. Yeah. Yeah, and I am like, you could cut me in half, and maybe I'm at the two hundred five limit for cruiserweights. All right, anyway, uh, go ahead. Go anyway, so so the the wrestler I always wanted to make was like a like a technical slash high flyer cruiserweight. Um, the the one that I did was um, uh, um, a, uh, a Japanese cruiserweight, um, and his big thing was uh, that he was a world traveler. Uh, so his opening music was uh, the Nomad from Iron Maiden, and uh, um, he had like this uh, the black costume with a uh, uh, black mask, like luchador style mask with white lines, and. Uh, um, so, his things were, um, uh, he'd do a, uh, like a Frankensteiner off the top rope. Explain what a Frankensteiner is. Right, so Frankensteiner is, you jump up, uh, you wrap your legs around, um, uh, their neck, and you pull them down, hit the ground, and then before you release, you reach back and grab their legs. Oh. And, you, and you're sitting on their shoulders, okay. basically. Um, so, so that... Um. Yep. Yeah, there we go. There's the entrance music. Now you gotta cut that out. If you don't want to rise to it. Yeah. I only um, I've played less than thirty seconds, so we're good. Yeah. And then his other finisher. Uh, I am a, a massive, massive Sting fan. So his move would be uh, uh, the Scorpion Deathlock to to finish another finisher. Kind move. of a figure four type deal. Uh, it's of? it's the sharpshooter. Um, it's like the the walls of Jericho, but you cross the legs. Oh, okay. Okay. That's me. Tyler? I didn't do this part of my homework. Okay. Cody? Can I be last? Snyder? Oh, I'm going to BS my way through this. Okay, so... Um, I thought you guys liked the homework assignments. I oh, did. Yeah. I just didn't... I don't have a name for my character. Daniel oh, okay. took half of mine. Yeah, what was your name for your character? Oh, um, he's gotten through different names. I think when I was using him, it was the Black Spider, but... Okay. Is that okay? I, I got, yeah, is because... That, is that okay with you? I mean, I know you don't like Asians, but how do you feel about... The color black. <laughs> I gotta get my intro music queued up here. Yeah, because his uh, uh, his version of the sharpshooter was called the Spider's Web. Oh, I like so. it. Pitch perfect. What's this? Pitch shifter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my character. I don't have a name. Son of. He That's has the only no thing name. I don't have. He literally doesn't have a name. Okay. Um, and for that reason, I'm using the song "Untitled Finale." Okay. By Atreyu. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he's a heel. He is not a face, because being the bad guy is always more fun. Um, or more of a brawler, bruiser type type person. Um, what? Oh, I was looking at the... the... That's your intro music? Yeah. Okay. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Hark. Stop it, stop it. What? No, more, no, 30 seconds. 30, 30 seconds, seconds, he's fine. Yeah, I was only six seconds in. Uh, yeah. we're, we're more of a brawler, bruiser type character. Uh, we don't we don't climb the top ropes. Like We don't do flips, we punch faces. Like yeah. That's what we do around here. Revival? Kind of like the revival, <laughs> yeah. Um, our finisher is... Wait, what does your costume look like again? Did you say what your costume looks like? I did not. He's butt naked. Jeans, 
So like and a t-shirt. We're not we're not wearing a costume. We're just coming in and kicking ass. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. We're just a dude. So finisher. Who likes to hit another dude? Man, I put way <laughs> I put like way I'm... too much thought. You guys are going to laugh at me, dude. I put like this is this is the this this is what I would do if I were a wrestler. Okay. I would just be that brawler, sort of like a stone cold, but less with a beer drinking and the the flipping off my boss thing. Right. Just a dude <laughs> standing in front of another the dude. dude. Kicking his, his ass. ass. That's right. I'm a dude pretending to be a dude pretending to be another dude. That's racist. I know. Anyway, which finisher? The, the finisher is going to be, um, so you spin them around, kick them in the back of the knees so they drop to their knees. Okay. And then... Donkey punch them? Tell me you're a donkey punch. And then you throw a, like, a really hard elbow at the back of their head. Donkey punch them. because... Yes. Love it. Just that, that elbow to the back oh, of their head. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. actually really cool. I actually I went to Walmart right for here, and I was gonna buy wrestling. And figures. if it was if it wasn't for the, the the Finn Balor's move being called the coup de gras, that would be my move's name. I Just went. Finish him. Speaking of Finn Balor, I went to Walmart. I was going to buy wrestling figures so we could demonstrate our 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 finishers to each other. I've got some at home. You mean? No, because I was like. If they had, they had Randy Orton. Cause I really yeah. like, and I was like, you're just gonna have him, like make a make a stop motion video of your yeah. Randy Orton figures. So I was, I was looking. Figures. I was like, come on, please have Finn Balor. Please have Finn Balor. And they didn't have it. So I was like, I ain't buying any of this crap. So I walked out. Uh, anyway, Cody, go. Oh, are you done? Sorry. Well, I am now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, Cody, you're up. Okay. Ever since I was a kid, I've always my favorite wrestler was the Undertaker. Okay. Went as him for Halloween. Watched every watched every uh, Raw there was that had Undertaker on it, and like, yes, Undertaker, Undertaker, Undertaker. So I always wanted to be his disciple, and okay. that was gonna be my name, Disciple. And I was gonna, it, like, back then I just like I wanted to be like, yeah, I want to be like the fanboy Undertaker. But put some thought into it now, I thought like I want to make my character go through a journey where, because Undertaker doesn't really care about people, but I, where I'm trying to get him to recognize me that I'm on his level. That I will, that I would carry on his glory and stuff like that. Okay. And then just this heart wrenching battle because he never recognized me, never until one time. Time we do the double choke slam like he did with Kane that one time. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I, I and that that was like and that would be like I would it'd be like my living the moment dream. Well, Where you well, finally got dad to accept you for right. <laughs> so what, what would your costume? What would your costume be? Uh... Tell you yeah, not exactly what he would wear, but I'd be, it'd be really, it'd be fanboy, it'd be an Undertaker T-shirt, okay, and I'd have a hat not as good as his. I would wear the jacket though. You would or would not? Would not wear the jacket. Okay. I like. I, would I, you I, have the purple gloves? No, I want my hands to be free, so fingerless gloves. Oh. And all this stuff, and I'd be. Not exactly his moves, but close enough to like, yeah, he's just copying The Undertaker. And stuff like that. And I'd just be hearing that all the time. And i just like, I'm trying to pay homage and stuff like that. Homage? Homage. Okay. okay. All right. Homage. What, 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 would your, what would your intro music be? Oh, crap. I can't. I can't really think. None of this stuff was on the syllabus when I yeah. signed up to do this. Okay. You guys are in for a, a freaking journey. Okay? okay, let me get another drink. We're about to go deep here. Okay. Now you got to give me one of those. That is, that is not what <laughs> you said. We're going this deep. Thanks. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> bring one for everybody? They, they said no. Okay, so guys, check this out. 
This is a throwback to the Vince Russo style kayfabe. Like, oh, get the fuck out! Yeah, of yeah, it. no. Yeah, the the over the top, like Ugh. crazy. Okay, you're everything so, that's wrong with wrestling. So, you only liked it for a week. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so here we go. Character name. I, I got two names. I haven't decided which one I want. Thirty thirty. Oh, oh God. God! Are you serious? <laughs> or or Marinara t- Trench. Or Turid. Turid. Yeah. Okay. Fine. That's okay. Turid. All right. So my kayfabe bio is Jesus, and I got you guys are gonna laugh. So I gotta take my headphones out. I'm a time traveler from the future, right? So your booster goal. I come back to the past to take out the giants of WWE because in the future they wreak havoc on the sport. Not the giants as in the good wrestlers, but like the really tall ones, like Taj Mahal, all those guys, right? Huh? Okay. I wonder why I picked him. So, so like, so like the Big Show. The dude Strowman. Strowman. Yeah. Oh, what's another? What's another big guy right now? Oh, uh, um, the, I, the the Irish dude. Uh, Seamus. Cesaro. Uh, dude with, Cena. All just all the huge dudes. The big the dude the uh big Cass. Okay. So I I come back to, I come back in the past. He did do watch some wrestling. Yeah. We, he, we never mentioned him at all. Yeah. We never mentioned. So, Cass. That's yes. pretty good. So anyway, I'm I come, kind of impressed by that. So I come back into the past, take all these guys. <laughs> so, so here's how I build. Here's how they build hype for my debut, right? So during these guys' matches, after after the match, the Titan Tron will come on, like the like the static from the Man of Steel, you know. So you like you see my head kind of in the static, you know, in the Titan Tron, and I, I start delivering my manifesto about taking out the Giants in WWE, and it, and it just goes and it just cuts off. So everyone's like, what, what the, what, what is this? what's going on? Then a on phone here? booth materializes right. in the middle of the ring. Because, 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 the, like the Giants, they, they are the cancer of the sport in the future. So I, I got to go back and cut it out, right? So at my debut, is Big Show wrestling anymore? Uh, he's retiring this year, I believe. Okay, so, okay, it's perfect. Okay, so. I'm so you're retiring the big show. Yeah, yeah. I'm retiring. The big show. <laughs> oh, so, I, so oh, you I, like you like booked the whole storyline. I did. Right? I told you. I did. You booked like 12 months from like from like <laughs> mania to mania. Is no, that what you're doing, guys? Like, just be prepared for the journey here. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, is that over? No, no, no. He hasn't so, even got told us what his character's style is. No, he, this is just his like his storyline yeah. for this character and right. his debut and stuff. So here we go. At the end of a big show match, right? He's the victor. Then all of a sudden the lights. Uh, start becoming like the lights are flooding the state. So instead of going dark like everyone goes seems super to do, bright, this like they're like it gets whited out. Yeah, like, it's yeah. blowing the highlights like out of the camera. It's whiter than normal. Yeah, you? yeah, yes, yes. So, because <laughs> th- that's that's me. Not funny. That's me. <laughs> you said yes. I, I win. <laughs> that, so right. So that's me time traveling. That's the time machine going off. Right. So the. So, and you're there. Right. And I, so I come running out of the crowd. I don't come down. I never come down. Down the ramp. Oh, come, you don't just up here in the no, 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 light. no, no. I'm okay. not like what's his face. So I come running out. You're, of, you're not like anti Bray Wyatt. Yeah, there you okay. go. So I come running. I come running out of the ring. Come running out of the crowd into the ring, and I put the big show down with my finisher. Okay, my finisher is called Punch It. I'll tell you what that is later. Is it a DeLorean reference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, I'm actually kind of into this. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not gonna lie. So okay. <laughs> so for the next several weeks. So for the next several weeks, I'm putting down the Giants in that fashion, right? I, I don't have a real match. I just kind of, I just kind of appear. Like one time, I come out from underneath the ramp or the ramp underneath the ring. The, the ring. Yeah. Okay. So my costume, my costume. Please tell me it's like, just like a flavor flav giant time no, no, piece, right? No, 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 no. It's, no, it's Adam's going to be like you know uh, a mankini. It's just going to be. Yeah, actually, yeah. Classic oh, trunks. 
Classic okay. trunks, boots, and knee pads. The classic stuff. Uh, my, I got two signature moves. All right, one's called the Jacob's Ladder. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Okay, Jacob's Ladder. Okay, so I, I throw my opponent into the ropes, right? I hit the opposite side of the ropes. Wait, I got to write this down. I wrote this down. So I throw the points in the ropes. I hit the other side, right? I jump onto the shoulder of my opponent, basically like in a powerbomb position. Mm-hmm. So I, like they're going to powerbomb you, but yeah, you're yeah. punching. So, I, I'll, I'll so put, are you facing them? or the other, or Yeah, you my crotch back? is in their you're face. Like, you're, you're just balls deep my, in their mouth, basically, yeah. right? So, okay. so I'm punching them in the face. So that... So I punch him in the face a couple times. Then I slide, I, I slide off, and we, and I come down. We come down into like a belly first DDT type thing. So we both land. Belly. So you you hop, you bounce off the rope, hop up onto their shoulders, punch, 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 and then slide down, and then DDT. Yeah. So basically, I just kick my legs back out. That sounds like a really complicated finisher more than a signature. No, it's, it's a signature. pretty dope though. It's a signature. Okay, another signature is. I'm actually not mad at that at all. That's another awesome. signature is called the Order Sixty Six. Okay. Oh, jeez. Okay. okay. All right. This is where... Okay. I th- go we'll ahead. We'll talk. You go ahead. Okay, we'll so, talk about your character development in a minute. Okay. So I throw my opponent into the turnbuckle, right? Mm-hmm. They, they bounce off the turnbuckle. I jump off the second rope near the turnbuckle, and I grab their neck into like a variant of the RKO. Springboard RKO? Sure. Okay. What do you think of that one? I mean, it's cool. Okay. All right. Now... Good, because if you would have said no, he would have started crying right now. Oh, that, that <laughs> sounds stupid. Okay. So my finisher, the punch it... Yeah. Okay. I thought put a lot of about I I gotta get my opponents up to eighty eight miles an hour. So I throw them I throw them into the rope, okay? They come running back at me. I I, I dunk down, they do step the, do over. the drop down, they run over yeah. you. So they bounce off bounce of that back. rope. I jump over top jump of over them, them, they bounce back. So they so they hit that, that's they're at eighty eight miles an hour at that point. They come they come at me. They come, they come at me. Then you get them up in the flux capacitor. So they come at me. And basically, when they come back, I put my hands underneath their their armpits. We both come up into the air, and they ro- in in the air they rotate into a power into a power bomb position to where they're receiving the power bomb. I kind of grab them at the waist and come down on my butt and slam them down. So, so it's you're, you're power bomb. It's it's a it's a running because your opponent's running right. running jumping sit down power bomb. Sure, I didn't basically. say I, I didn't well, say it's I was a pop-up power bomb, isn't it? It's good. it's a pop up power bomb, but he's popping up as well. Yeah, we think of that one. Um, You're going to get someone killed. It's really close to somebody else's finisher. Who's that? Uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah. He does the pop-up powerbomb. He, he he pushes them into the ropes. They come back. He throws them up and then powerbombs them down from a standing but position. Bob, I go down. I know. It's a sit-down powerbomb instead right. of a stand-up. Right. Um, also, trying to jump while powerbombing somebody is going to be difficult. I Especially when you want to do that to the Giants. I right. can do it. I can do it. Don't worry uh, about uh, it. Like, like, fantasy land, it sounds cool. The yeah. only things I would critique there, because everything honestly sounded super dope. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, I like how you like really got into the finisher and like uh, I have to get him going 88 miles. Like everything was amazing. It was well done. Uh, the only two things I would critique are the the names of your two signature moves, calling them Order 66 and uh, what was the other one again? Uh, Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder. Try to incorporate them also into. I, I don't know what if they. I Order 66 is the Star Wars reference, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, and then Jacob's Ladder is. Yeah, so uh, if you take those and make them more time-related. I just went sci-fi. Is there any sci-fi wrestlers? I know horror themes really big. Are there any sci-fi wrestlers? Not as much anymore. Why don't you call yourself uh, Mr. Fusion? Hardy's probably the best one. Or, or sci-fi? Yeah, with the, the whole Woken no. and... That's, that's, that's more... 
like the Woken storyline and not the, so the much interdimensional sci-fi. thing. Is it just like abstract, and... like? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not it's, great. It's, it's the closest thing I can think of, yeah. though, for sci-fi. But like, just you want to like, typically wrestlers, for the most part, like if you're gonna go gimmick like this, you go full gimmick. Like, name both of those signature moves something to do with time as well. Okay. Uh, here, here's my intro. Paradox. Here's my intro. Music. So that, that 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 springboard RKO that you do, where you push them into the turnbuckle, they bounce back, and then you springboard off the second rope and RKO them. Call that the time stop. Okay. Oh, Something good. like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alright. I like Slipstream a lot too. Slipstream was a good one too. That'd be a good one for uh, the the DDT. Jacob Slaza. The DDT thing. Yeah. So so here's my intro. Here's my intro music. Yeah, I know. I'm I knew it. I listened to 250 wrestling <laughs> intros. <laughs> I listened to 200. Like you went deep. I did. Dude. Okay. When Adam goes deep, he goes all in. So all se- two inches. Seven days. So, <laughs> so seven knows. days. I had seven days for this project. I listened to 250 wrestlers. That that includes like wrestlers number two. CM Punk had like 12 intro music's. So I, and I noticed one thing that I really liked is the rhythm of certain intros. They allow for chance. They have the up down rhythm that allow. Like Daniel Bryant had the had the the rhythm of doing the chance. Kurt Angle had the rhythm of doing the you suck, which I know came later, but it had that it had the rhythm built in. Cena's has the rhythm built yeah, in for his yeah. chant. I noticed that. Okay, so getting back to my thing. So okay, so here, so those are my finishers. Here's my kayfabe story. Did you already tell us? Yeah. So I start out. I start out with my Titantron manifesto. Okay, knocking out the giants of the show. Then I make my debut. My debut match at SummerSlam. Okay. Also, we're just going SummerSlam to Mania. Okay. That's not as. That's not as long. That's fine. Right. Right. So I make my debut match at SummerSlam. I'm not a main card or even a mid card. I'm just kind of like the first or second show, you know. And then, so I. I, So, I, I. So the the giant killers. Uh, Storyline runs the WrestleMania. Okay, so I take out I take out the giant I take out the giant at the SummerSlam. I continue to take the Giants out. I actually have actual matches mm-hmm. continuing that. So at WrestleMania, or no, it's all right. The the Giant Kill story runs. So I face off against my opponent at WrestleMania. I face off against my opponent from SummerSlam as like a revenge match. So and then at the end of the match, I'm winning. But at the end of the match, all the Giants that I've taken out come back and they ambush me. And I receive a kayfabe head injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then on the following weeks, it's revealed that I'm not a time travel, but like an escape mental patient or something. Not right in the head. Okay. So and your real life. Story so, life. so I get a kayfabe injury, and then the head the head injury has knocked me back into reality. So I become like a kayfabe stumble bum or like a jobber for for a while. To yeah. where, where I'm just like mm-hmm. getting beat up and stuff, and the gimmick is kind of dropped, and then. Which allows for one of the Giants to run for another title. So it allows them a push for a title. And then at a match, at a pay-per-view, whatever pay-per-view, that Giant, Sheamus or whatever, is going for another... Shut up, Daniel. It's going for another... Uh, going for another match. So Sheamus is going for, like, Intercontinental or something. And then my, then my intro music cuts in and causing him to lose the match. And then it turns off that, like... I'm back, or I'm back off my meds, or something, and then the whole rivalry begins again. 
the level of detail. I told you I went deep on this. So I'm like, I'm never... You told us, like, oh, make your wrestler name, and you write a 30-page... Yeah, I thought, I thought this was going to be, like, a 10-minute thing. Like, so, so I'm never... Be? I'm never a face. I'm 